Today I'll share with you three simple but very important lessons on prayer that we learned from this gospel story of the wedding at Cana. And I know that this story is not about prayer per se. In fact, the word prayer isn't found anywhere in the text. But Mary in this scene intercedes with Jesus on behalf of a newly married couple. And making intercession is one of the things we do when we pray, specifically when we pray prayers of petition. Which brings us to lesson number one from the story. Mary is a powerful intercessor, so we should ask her every day to pray for us and with us as we bring to God our needs. The power of Mary's prayers is evident in the very fact that Jesus takes action here and honors her request, a request she obviously made out of love and concern for these newlyweds. Some of you probably know wedding celebrations in the Middle East in the first century lasted for several days, and wine was considered an indispensable part of the festivities. Consequently, running out of wine would have been a humiliating situation for this bride and groom to have to deal with, what the Italians of today would call a brutta figura. And Mary knew that. This brings us to the second lesson we learned from this story. Prayers do not need to be complicated to be effective. That's so important. Prayers do not need to be complicated to be effective. Mary's request here is very simple, is it not? In fact, the request is not even explicit. It's only implied. Mary simply makes the need known to Jesus. She says, son, they have no wine. Period. The implication, of course, being, so please do something to rectify the situation. A simple statement with an implied request, but highly effective. The point is that God is not impressed by long, flowery prayers. Whenever we pray, it's much more important that we pray from our heart, regardless of how long or short the prayer is. This brings us to the final lesson on intercessory prayer that we learned from this story, which is that Almighty God has made some things in this life conditional. This means that if we don't ask the Lord for those things, those conditional favors, we won't receive them. Mary asked her divine son to do something to help these newlyweds avoid a potentially humiliating situation at their wedding feast, and Jesus took action. Had she not made that request, we have no reason to believe that Jesus would have performed this particular miracle. Mary's intercession was key, as was the obedience of the stewards. Had they not followed Jesus' instruction, fill the six stone jars with water. Had they not done that, there would have been no wine even with Mary's intercession. I think there's an insight here as to why the prayers of holy people are so powerful. Holy people ask, but they also obey God in their personal lives. And so because they add their obedience to their intercession, they end up receiving many of those favors that God has designated as conditional. They receive those for themselves and for others. Mary is a powerful intercessor. Prayers do not need to be complicated to be effective. And God has made some things in this life conditional. Three lessons on intercessory prayer that we learned from the wedding at Cana. Let me end by inviting you to join me in putting these lessons into practice right now at this Mass. Let's lift up in faith all of our needs and concerns and burdens to the Lord seeking our Blessed Mother's powerful intercession as we say together from our hearts. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.